What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the Corey Cash Podcast. What's good, y'all? How y'all been feeling? How y'all been feeling? You know the vibe, nigga. Nah, let me stop. I'm going to stop being ghetto. Yo, it's been a lot of shit going on right now. I'm really tight. 2K20 just dropped. Fucking internet is down. Xbox is down. Everybody just a piece of shit to me right now. This shit is crazy. This shit is quite safe. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what should I even start. Um, oh, I want to congratulate. Congratulate. I want to shout out to all the people that listen to me in the Naya podcast. Um, her podcast uh, is. I got a great reaction for a huge amount of females and a huge amount of support. From females, um, women, let me not say females before we start um, a fucking riot on Twitter or social media. Um, thanks to the women that uh, acknowledged me and looked for me on social media and wrote me and saying that they enjoy the episode when I'm on Anaya's podcast. And um, then we did a crossover, which uh, Anaya was on my podcast, and that did good. And I got a huge amount of support from people for that episode also. Um, I kind of like this feature of uh, not being in person with Anaya, and I'm able to. We're able to do a podcast over the phone. It's kind of dope. Um, I'm glad that Inca made that a uh, uh, um, a feature. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell. Why? I'm, uh, uh, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't understand what's going on. I'm usually not like this. Um, this podcast is different because it's, I'm by myself, and I need to be consistent with podcasts. So. It's not going to be no video to this one. I've been trying to struggling with the videos. If anybody does video and know how to sync audio with uh, or, um, video, please hit me up. You know, you got my social media at Corey Cash on Instagram, Corey Cash 1, um, Corey Cash on Twitter, and etc. If you're interested in actually joining the podcast, please hit me up on social media too because I need women I need women perspective. I'm looking for actual, like, consistent people. Or if you need to um, send a situation that I need to talk about, which can be anonymous, you can email me at CoreyCashPodcast at gmail.com. And you can email your situations, and I'll talk about it on my podcast. Uh, I know a lot of people need a ventilation. But they don't want to like they want to remain nameless in a situation because people are embarrassed. So um, that's that. I want to get that settled out. Um, I want to shout out to Anchor. Anchor just gave me another uh, sponsor, so I'm adding this sponsorship to my thing. I think y'all should all download Anchor if you're trying to create your own podcast. Uh, so let's get into the let's get into the shits, man. Let's just get into the shits. Um, I see Nicki Minaj has. Nicki Minaj has announced that she is retiring from rap. She's going to start a family. Um, Nicki Minaj is 37. Uh, she, I guess, she, to me, she put in the work. It's all right that if she want to retire. But I don't think this is true. I don't, I don't know. But I can say this. I do, and, and nobody wants to talk about it. I do feel like Atlantic, specifically the record label Atlantic, I think I think QC is under Atlantic, if I'm not mistaken. QC meaning like Ricardi, uh, Amigos, and stuff like that. Atlantic has this, has this weird uh, 
mission to take Cardi B out. I mean, it's Cardi B. To take Nicki Minaj out. And nobody talks about it. And I think Nicki Minaj has been quiet about it. And that's what angers her. And that's why the uh, the crossing episodes with her and Joe Button, she comes off anger and bitter. Because she doesn't get to address it because she's a super megastar. But she created Queen Radio for a platform to defend herself. And everybody has... It's two sides of the stick. Everybody's like, you're a millionaire. Like, why should you be defending yourself and worried about the opinions of the sheep? And then the other half is like... Why not? Like she's a human being. Like she should. She's a woman. One. Um, I'm guessing. I don't know what's the situation as far as like her phone. Like how does she see this stuff? Does she hear it through the grapevines? Is her manager telling her? Is the people around her, her circle telling her what's going on, on social media when they're bashing her and they have plans to take her out? Uh, but I understand that age thirty seven. You don't want to be this um, bitter person and just be sitting around. Yelling and defending yourself, and then you're really defending old situations in which I don't think that we give a fuck about. And I'm not trying to be rude to Nicki Minaj. I fuck with Nicki Minaj, but we're not trying to be like we don't care about those things. We don't care about motorsport. I don't even know why Joe Button and Nicki Minaj was discussing motorsport. That shit is mad old. But who am I to tell Nicki Minaj what to do? Because she feels like the rumors been out, and she never defends um, motorsport. And it was I'm not really into like. All that tea and all of that shit, because I'm a man. I, I ain't into none of that shit. That stupid shit. But, yeah, Nicki Minaj is retiring. Um, am I sad? Kind of, because she she um, affected the hip-hop game. She, first of all, nobody wants to talk about she had the best verse on Monster. Let's just get that out the way, man. She's been in the game since 08, if I'm not mistaken. I was a Nicki Minaj fan when Lon Wyatt was out, and I'm still a fan. She brought, she held women rap down for uh, numerous amount of years. And for her to retire, it's like, even when people say they're retiring from rap, I guess it's the touring that takes a toll on them. But it's like, it's words, so it's not nothing physical. It's not like you're acting and you got to get in shape. But I understand her, like, she's married or getting married. And she wants to settle down. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not sad. I think she put her stamp in the game. She belongs in the top. everybody's top 10. She did what she was supposed to do. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. And she did it perfectly. I can't really be mad at that. Like Everybody's going off about her retirement. But she put in the work. She put in the work. She put in the work. Like I'm not mad at that, to be honest with you. And um, leave her alone. Like Leave her alone. Uh, getting back into it. Um, congratulations to the Rock. He's getting married, and I seen one of his bitter old chicks talking about she was he was cheating on her. <laughs> he was cheating on her in his first marriage in two thousand four. Like, come on, fam. You talking about something that happened in two thousand and four when he was the Rock? Like, he was the he was that nigga. Not saying that cheaters. Not saying that cheaters can't grow up and become mature, but you. You shading somebody getting married. Like, why are we so mad when black men get married? Like, why are we so mad when black people get married that we got to share our opinion? Like, I don't give a fuck if I really dislike dislike the person. It's not my... Like, they happy. Like, leave them happy. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I'm not going out of my way to comment on The Rock's marriage. Or anybody's marriage. Somebody that's, that, that's old news, like... 
know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to sit here and express my opinion about somebody being happy with somebody else. It makes you look bitter. Um, if he did cheat on you, that is 2004. And this is the thing. The internet has the internet has came to a place where we dig up old shit on people and want to use it to judge judge their character. Like if oh four to two thousand and nineteen, you it's a big change, it's a significant change. The Rock is like forty now. Like what do you what do you what do you really want? The lady name is Robin Young. Robin Young tweets, "Congratulations to The Rock and his number one The Rock, Lauren Hansen. Hopefully, Dwayne will be faithful." To Lauren and not commit adultery like he did with me in 2004 when he was married to Danny Garcia. One, I didn't know that Dwayne was married when we met. He should have told me so I could make the decision if I wished to commit an adultery. I am not bitter. He didn't choose me because the honest, the rock is a lousy fuck. And he has a sexual fetish I never allow. Like, daddy, you're not even saying nothing. Like, you, you saying all the things that... Make women interested in the rock, you dumbass. Like, I hate, like, when people try to expose people, but then you expose something that people like. You making this, and it, and I hope you, you lying. Like, I hope, I hope you're not brave enough to comment on somebody being married on the internet, you bitter ass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit, bro. All that negative energy, keep that shit to yourself. Speaking about being bitter, like I seen the clip of um Demarcus Cousins. He was asked, I think he was getting married, or his dad was getting married, and then he asked his baby mom's, can his son come to the to the wedding? And she denied him of his son coming to the wedding. And he said, Bitch, I'm gonna put a bullet in your head. I don't know verbatim, but that's <laughs> that was his reaction, and I felt his pain. Now, should you threaten a woman talking about killing a woman as an NBA star, as a man? Um, no, that is crazy. But I understand the pain, and it's like yeah, and then he had a uh, it, um. They set out a warrant for him, but my thing is this, and this is about to get into a deep conversation because I think we need to talk about this. And today, there is nobody to defend the heterosexual black man, and we could just just a black man like we could talk about the heterosexual black man, whatever. There's nobody to defend it. It's situations that I've, I've seen my friends be in, and their baby mother is putting them on child support because the, he no longer wants to be with her. I don't understand how the system is set up because I've seen situations of my friend. His son lives with him for multiple years. Multiple years because his his. Son's mother didn't have a place to live. When he, later on, she gets custody or he sends, he sends the child. I don't want to really go in depth about his situation. The son stays with the mother and all of a sudden now, my, my friend is on child support. This is bullshit. And I feel like there are men bringing receipts to the courtroom and the judge is still giving these women child support. And then not only that, this might sound insensitive, but y'all receiving $350 for a child a month. We all know that all this money is not going to the child. Y'all spending it on y'all bills, y'all clothing. And this is what I, I don't understand how the judge wants receipts for when a man is not taking care of his kid to pr- or proof that a man is taking care of his kid, but he don't want proof of where the child support is going. 
Why? We need to find some equality or some, some justice in that specifically. Because this child support money is not child support. It's adult support. And it's supporting grown-ass women. And their habits and their vices. To where they're financially. Content. Or where they at. And they don't want more than they for themselves. They can sit there and have a job. I mean, it, it, it don't even matter about it being $350. It's people getting dollars but in where I live, $350 is a fucking bill. That's two bills, maybe. A phone bill, a cable bill, let's say. The judge needs to seek equality. We need to find some way to seek equality in the child support system. Because the child support system is just set up to where a woman can just wake up and be like, I want to put you on child support. And now you're sitting there knowing that you take care of your kid. And now you're on child support. Then the whole, do you have men that have been fighting their whole life for custody of their kid, knowing that they did great by their kid? The system is just not set up for black men. And then on top of that, you got a situation like the Marcus Cousins where I don't know if he, the, the woman, his baby mother gets child support. All he wanted to do was his son to come to the wedding, and she said no. He loved his son. He's trying to see his son. And his family wants to see his son. And you deny him of that. Out of pettiness. You can, you can tell by the reaction of DeMarcus Cousins. That it, he was hurt. That wasn't just a blank threat. That comes from a place of hurt. That comes from, from a place of trying and trying and trying again. To deal with somebody that's petty and immature that won't move on. That's not worried about co-parenting. They worry about emotions. And this is my take on it. This shit is not right. This shit is not right. And nobody seems to speak on it. Nobody cares about the black man's health, the black man's mental health. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Spiraling into another situation of black, black heterosexual men. I seen a guy tweet. Why do gay dudes call themselves sis? Like, no, you're a man. That's what he said. A girl tweets, why are you so worried? I'm like, yo, I tweet. Yo, like, y'all defend black black gay men before y'all defend. Y'all, wait, y'all come into their defense way more than y'all come for heterosexual men. She responds, were, were you being bad for your sexuality? Were you being, um, do you have to fight for equal rights? Did you? And I'm like, yo. I respond. Are black people not bashed because of their skin color? Are black people not denied jobs because of their names? Are we not is the are we not treated unfairly in a justice system for crimes we did or didn't commit? Given umpteen years for something minor? Oh, you're trying to you're trying to compare sexuality to to race. But you're def- this this the thing. Y'all split and categorize on where y'all want to defend. Social media has pushed, pushed homosexuality. I have no, I'm not homophobic. I have no issue with it. But y'all get mad when people don't accept homosexuality. Some people were not raised to accept it. Is bullying them wrong? Yes. But why y'all won't accept the fact that 
a lot of people were brought up not to accept it. Why everybody can't have the perspective of homosexuality, but y'all don't have the same energy when somebody gay, a gay man, talks about straight men. Y'all don't bash him. Y'all don't come at him. Look where the tweet started. The tweet started from a guy saying, no, you're a man. He's right. How do you know if he's worried? You asking him why he's worried. Why he can't share his opinion on his Twitter? That's how he feel. We're in a situation where black heterosexual men cannot say nothing. When it did, like we cannot say nothing. We cannot say nothing about homosexuality because y'all ready to kill us and jump down our throat. Now, bashing gay dude, gay people is wrong. But sharing your pain on homosexuality, like I don't agree with it. You should be able to do that on your fucking Twitter. On your fucking social media. And you shouldn't receive backlash. Unless you're going out your way to offend gay people. We can't say nothing as black men. And I'm tired of it, to be honest with you. We can't say shit. We can't say shit. We got to keep our mouth closed. And then when it comes to women, we share, we, we, we say everything is considered complaining. You emotional. Why can't I just be passionate about what I said? I'm not emotional about it. I'm passionate about it. Why it has to be viewed as a complaining? What if I'm telling you a flaw that you have and I'm sitting here and I'm trying to work with you and I'm willing to be here until you change? Nobody protects the heterosexual black men and nobody cares. The only time y'all care is when we gun down by police and then y'all saying, oh, oh, um, rest in peace to the black king. Y'all only care when we fucking dead and in jail. The women y'all are going online talking about and bashing niggas every day. Y'all have took feminism and changed the fucking narrative of it. Y'all think it's anti-men. It's not anti-men. That was created for equal rights for women. Equal rights for women. But y'all think it's anti-men. Then y'all sit there and y'all support gay black men and want to separate them from us. Y'all push us to the curb and then support gay black men no matter what they do when it's wrong. Y'all don't even correct them when they are wrong. And I have no problem with supporting gay black men because there's gay black men out there that's more talented than a lot of people on earth. More funny than a lot of people on earth. But he's still a black man. As well as the other, the heterosexual is too. So you're separating. This is why black people have issues. Because we separate each other in subcategories within us being separated from black and white. Y'all want to, oh, y'all don't want to support heterosexual black. We have it separated from gays. We have um, people that, men that watch anime separated. Y'all call them lame. Y'all have too much subcategories in black culture. And that's why when it's a, a picture this, I picture this. Humanity is just one big house. All races have a room, but we're all in the same house. Right? We have one of the biggest rooms in the house to fit all of us. All y'all did was start building rooms 
for different looking black people from dark skin, from different sexualities of black people. Y'all created, we have problems that we need to address at home. And y'all distracted by other things. Y'all want to put down the heterosexual black men and y'all don't see that narrative and that agenda being pushed. Until we dead or we in jail, we not existed. Then y'all will feel sorry. When shit can't go forward no more and you can't retract your wrongdoing. Y'all know it's a shortage of um, good men. But y'all continue to bash them and put them down. Then complain about you can't find the one. And it's like, it's, it's sick and it's nuts and it's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's really sad. And I don't see no other sisters correcting sisters for bashing men. I don't see it. Y'all gang up on men. Y'all gang up on men. And that's the narrative that needs to be eliminated and nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to address the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to address the elephant in the room. Y'all scared. Y'all scared. And it's, it's at this point where it's black men versus everybody. Man. It's black men versus everybody. And I'm not mad. I'm just mad because it's, it puts me in a frustrated place where I can't express myself emotionally. Like... I can't do nothing. And then when I'm when you when you suppress your feelings and you choose to snap one day, I'm gonna wake up in jail. There's many of black men that have done that. They wake up in jail because they they have to suppress their feelings because they're a man. We can't show emotion because we're a man. Cause no, nigga, I'm a human being. I'm a fucking human being. I have feelings too. It might not show as much as a woman, but I have feelings too. I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. I take pain, but I get up and keep fighting because I'm a warrior. And that's how black mothers raise us to be warriors. Y'all just don't see it. Y'all don't understand why we got toxic toxic, um, ways about us. Toxic mannerism, toxic mentality. We have to suppress our feelings to not look weak to the world. We have nobody to vent to but each other. We raise each other. No father in our house, so we raise each other. Y'all got to take a deeper dive into what y'all doing, who y'all hurting, because this is important. This is important. And I don't think I don't think y'all look at it the way I look at it. This is real. This is real. Y'all need to know that.
for the quick intermission, uh, like I was saying, I just don't want us to lose track of the main mission that we're shooting for, which is equality. But I don't want us to overlook the the unspoken and the um, the things we put to the side and we minimize a lot of things that come back in our face and affect our community. Um, we've been fighting years for um, equality and we sit there and subcategorize each other, which prevents us from moving forward and actually having something going. Something going. Like, as black people, we trendy. We make everything, we popularize everything. We made a Popeye's chicken sandwich, one of the, <laughs> one of the most sensational things of the internet. We made hip hop, which is one of the, is the biggest genre of music today. We have the power of, of pushing forward and, and making things bigger, but then we also have the power of um, overlooking things of mental health and who who we fucking with this 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 year. Like, I don't think it was a you know what I'm saying. Like, di- these next months it might be gays, and then next year it might be uh, just dyke women. Like, we just have a sense of getting distracted real easy and off the main focus with things like hot girl summers and hot boy summers, you feel me? And that's my man. I just wanted to share my passion of why I want what I want us to do as a um as a collective. I just didn't want it I, I don't I wanna speak on it. I wanna speak on uh, a lot of black male issues because nobody speaks on it. Um uh, you have a lot of women thing going on, and I don't, I'm not knocking the women thing, but it's it's no one that really speaks for the heterosexual male, and uh, it's becoming to a point where we, I, I damn near feel like we're a dying breed, and that's bad, like that's real bad. There's only a handful of us left that have some sense. There's only a handful of of, of us left that are not in jail and got our freedom and don't have felonies. That's not um, stopping us from like uh, reaching our full potential or doing what we want to do it's like people it's, it's people with felonies that can't leave the country like you know what I'm saying like it's only a handful man. coming from where we come from as a black community uh, I just don't want it to be overlooked anymore I just want to bring some light to it and even if my message is not broadcast to a bigger scale um, I hope it resonates some day later. Like, just take care of that, man. Like, make sure everybody good, man. Everybody mental health good. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, we could get more off a serious topic and talk. Somebody said they wanted to speak to. Me. They wanted me to speak on the power of a side chick. I thought it was very interesting that they wanted to hear me talk about a side chick. Um, I have two different perceptions on it. Like, <laughs> alright. <clears throat> when a man is dealing with, I'm not, I'm not condoning cheating. Before y'all go there, before, before women, <clears throat> I already see women frowning their face up. Um, before y'all, when a man is dealing with having a girlfriend that's like nagging him and shit like that, he usually y'all don't understand. We talk to y'all black women because we trust that y'all will listen to our problems. 
The reason why a black man loves his mother so much because whether we right or wrong, she listens. She gives her a comfort in the situations that we don't know how to sort out, right? So when you have a woman that like you work 40 hours a week and you just hear nagging and what you don't do, you end up finding yourself complaining to another woman. To a woman that's willing to accept the fact that she's not like your your um main chick or girlfriend. So you end up attracting her and you know you spend nights with her and she does everything to comfort. She actually, in a sense, a lot of these side side chicks keeps your relationship together because if you de- if you decide to just deal with a main chick and keep a headache, you're gonna end up cheating or becoming toxic or losing your sanity. So side chicks do play a, a good role if they know their role. I'm not condoning cheating. I'm not saying niggas should get side chicks, but I'm just saying they are a bridge to a relationship, depending on the side chick. And I don't think I think everybody overlooks that. That's how I be feeling about side chicks. But then in a, another way, you as a man, you happen you catch your feelings for another girl. And you're hiding it and you gotta lie about your whereabouts. And as men, we forget our lives because we gotta keep piling up and women record our lives mentally. They're Batman, my nigga. They're the greatest detectives of on earth. All detectives should be women. They could catch you. Some shit that you said in 1993, bro. So it's kind of risky and it's like us men we don't we like to cheat but we don't like getting cheated on we can't handle it niggas be like yo you cheated you, you suck this dick and niggas want to jump out the window because a, your, your girl cheated on you and sucked the dick meanwhile you ate eight pussies and kissed her on the lips and kissed your wife on the lips but you tripping because she sucked another nigga's dick you know what I'm saying so like the power of side chicks is either they can make or break you. They can keep your relationship together like glue it because she's giving you that comfort and that that thing that you need from your girlfriend. But then you know what troubles the side chick is the fact that she know that she'll never be the main chick. So she end up catching the attitude and putting things together like, yo, I'm doing all of this and I could do this for an actual man that want to love with me, that want to love me and only be with me. So when she don't get her way, it gets petty. Oh, I, this is when you get blackmailed. So it's like, Fellas, watch out what you're doing. If you're going to cheat, cover up your dirt. And a lot of niggas don't cover up their dirt. Have your women in order. But always expect the unexpected because you don't know how a woman is feeling. She could have been feeling this way inside, but she just didn't get what she wanted that day. And now she's down to exposure. You've seen what happened to Kevin Hart. You've seen what happened to Kevin Hart. So I need I need my I need my men that are in relationships. Watch what you're doing. Um, just know whatever's in the dark must come to light. A woman is gonna find out. Karma will happen. It will expose itself. And if you are gonna cheat, please cover up your tracks. Don't be um, clumsy with it. Clean up everything. I mean text messages, any type of conversations pertaining to you cheating. You should be cleaning it up. A lot of y'all niggas is sloppy. See, a lot of women be like, man, I know he cheating on me, but I ain't catch him. And they waiting to catch you. And y'all niggas is clumsy. 
y'all leave trails of shit so they could fucking find out. Now she thinks she's in law and order. She's trying to crack a fucking case and trying to catch you red-handed. And you know what happens when niggas get red-handed, right? We say dumb shit. We don't know how to react to being red, quote, quote, red-handed. We don't know how to react, so know your worth, King. Know your fucking worth. And I and I can't stress that anymore. Like if you're gonna invest in the side chick, just know it comes with time. If you're gonna invest in the side chick, just know it's gonna come with emotion. Know that she must stay in her place. She don't need to be interacting, nor be around your girlfriend. And a lot of niggas, this is how y'all get side chicks because y'all end up, first and foremost, the, the introduction of the beginning to, to a side chick is us complaining to another woman about our main woman. But a lot of us need to stop doing that because when the side chick chooses to expose you, she's to expose everything. Like, yeah, he told me, he told me you had hemorrhoids. Like, you, we be telling everything, and we need to stop doing that. Cause women just record shit for ammo and and let the gun go when they tired of it. Stop telling women your personal business, man. Stop being a chatty patty and pillow talkers. Keep it simple. Keep it surface. Keep it surface. If you are gonna talk to a woman about your woman problems, about your girlfriend, cause these these women. They want your girlfriend's spot, but they don't understand that they never gonna get their girlfriend's spot. And that's a lot of things. Sachs don't understand. Y'all not gonna get the girlfriend's spot. So either you're gonna play your role or not. If you're not unhappy with your role, you should have never even signed up for that position. It's not for you. It's not for you. You should already know that you're not gonna get all of him. Know your worth, Queen. Know your fucking worth. But um, that was a topic that somebody wanted me to speak on on Twitter. Um, like I said, um, hit me up at Corey Cash Podcast Gmail.com. Give me more topics or personal situations that you want me to speak about in my next episode. Um, I'm about to just, I'm thinking about really starting like a little email. F- I don't want to specifically. Um, choose my demo to just be black men but i need situations to talk about like some real shit i want to break it down and analyze it and speak on it in a funny sense to y'all <sighs> but this is one of my more serious podcasts and i don't be serious on my podcast maybe because i'm doing it by myself right now and i like i need to put out a, a podcast episode but this is one of my more serious podcasts to be honest with you um i'm really feel good about this one i hope this is more like an intimate uh i hope my message gets across well i hope i didn't offend nobody and if i want to apologize if i did offend you that wasn't my purpose i don't want a new listener to listen to me and be like oh he doesn't no that wasn't the case i'm not homophobic i don't have no issue with anybody if i if i do feel some type of way about something i will come at niggas direct i don't have but kings and queens, know your worth. Um, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is Corey Cash, C O R Y C A S H. My Instagram is Corey Cash One. 
the email again is Corey Cash Podcast. Peace. <laughs>